0: You're listening to Sirens, a true crime podcast, brought to you by the Sirens Network. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The
1: opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of
0: affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. A break from our regular programming for this special episode, Raven's Reviews. Uh, well, it's been better. <laughs> but, you know, uh-huh. I'm just so happy that we don't have to, like, take any pictures or anything. Oh, no.
1: No. Heavens <laughs> okay, no. Okay. Look okay. at me. No.
0: <laughs> this makes me so happy. I will always do your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. That
1: hints podcast. We don't do <laughs> yeah. video
0: around here. Well, I <laughs> my, the last one, they, like, snapped a picture of me at the end and posted oh. it. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I...
2: Mm, we I will ask be,
0: you if, yeah. yeah we no.
2: have to be camera ready. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Especially, yeah, me. No. I, um, thank can't you. Okay, it. I feel a little <laughs> bit better.
0: <laughs> thank you guys for squeezing me in. I appreciate well, it. thank you for Oh yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I
1: just saw that your, um, your newest one is going to be somewhere at the 1st of April, and I was like, I have yes. to make some room for that, because... Oh. We love you. Yes. Our listeners love you. Oh, I love you guys. (laughs) Like, everyone I've talked to loves you, so we just, we push it. Hey, here's a new thing, because you're so freaking good at what you do, and you have these stories that just are perfectly written stories, but you, you get them out so quickly, and it... It makes me uncomfortable
0: as a potential writer. (laughs) Well, first of all, it's so weird to hear that. Um, So thank you. But you have to remember, I I have the luxury now of doing this full time. So it's just making it a little bit easier. It used to be, you know, before my bartending shifts or after or when I could get a free minute here and there. But now I can I try to treat it like a job. And not, you know, because it's so easy to think I have nowhere to go today. I could watch Netflix all day. (laughs) It's a trap. It's a trap. Evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Holding yourself accountable. I'm not a very good boss. I don't run a tight ship. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's been a struggle. But I just have a lot more time to write now. So. Well, well, see, that's all out. I
1: need. It's just time. <laughs> time. <That's right. laughs> we have so exactly. much going on here all the time. Yeah. We're like, I we need to imagine. get ready for this. We need to do that. We need to do a magazine. We need to do a new podcast episode. We need to write a
2: book. We don't know what
0: we're doing. Yeah, right and here. I'm
2: over here going, is today Tuesday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and, and I just thought you guys are going to be at some convention. Oh, yes. yeah. We're going to go to Northwest Arkansas's very first
1: True Crime Fest. Yes. Ooh. And we're actually we have a we have a couple of panels. We'll be presenting um some cases on one. Um some of our Oklahoma cold cases. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh. Mandy is gonna do another one, which is victimology. And I'm just gonna basically sit behind her and go, okay, wrap
2: it up. Because <laughs> I'll just start uh, talking
0: and get on my cycle babble. <laughs>
2: well She's you're a like,
0: good friend going. to have then, right? <laughs> <going." laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, that's exciting.
1: Yeah. And it. I mean, it's only like, what is it, like a two-hour drive from here? So I was yeah. like, oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. We'll
0: it. Why not?
1: Oh, so, Should be
0: pretty fun. Should be. I, I have seen a few of my friends share it that don't even know you guys. Oh, cool. Oh, that's so awesome. Like, I'm like, oh, that makes me so happy. It sounds like a lot of people are going to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. But it's exciting because you get to sit at a table and meet people and share who you are and get new listeners and
0: yeah and everybody there is really passionate about your subject matter so you've got a captive audience (laughs) it's great that's
1: awesome yeah plenty of people to talk to plenty (laughs) i saw the cover you released the cover of magnolia court Yes, and that it has nothing to do with any of the others, right? It does not,
0: and I've been answering that question about five times a day. (laughs) I need—I should have put like not Delta County related. (laughs) Yes, completely unrelated new set of characters new set of
1: characters um okay. so this one tell us can you tell us a little bit about this one without giving anything away Yeah,
0: absolutely i don't know why i panic when people ask me to talk about my own book that i wrote like i don't know what it's about okay so it's a murder mystery per, per usual um it is a cul-de-sac murder mystery okay it takes place in door county wisconsin which is um wisconsin. door county is like wisconsin it's like wisconsin it's like the wealthy elite, so like they call it the Cape Cod of the Midwest. Oh. it's where like wealthy people have vacation homes in Door County. Yeah. Um, so our main character has kind of fallen on some hard times, made a really bad decision as a teenager, and had to spend some time behind bars. Oh. She gets out of prison, has no family really to speak of, and then is reconnected with her estranged grandmother who lives in Door County. Oh, um, and, I can see that clashing her, already. <laughs> yes, and invites her to come look over her house while she recuperates in, in an assisted living Center in town um, after a bad fall, Aww. so she wants somebody to like look over her house and her affairs. So our main character moves to this secluded cul de sac in a gated community in Door County. Mm. You know she's never she's never had money in her life. She's never really surrounded herself with these kind of people. So um, totally
1: yeah. out of her element.
0: Totally out of her element. And uh, she realizes that the wealthy have just as many secrets as everybody else. Uh um, As she gets to know these neighbors in the cul-de-sac. It was fun writing it. I'm
1: wondering, because you you, you go so fast. Like, you have so many that you just put out so fast. So I was wondering, like... Where do you come up with this? Like, do you come up with the story first? Like, you're like, oh, I, you know, it would be interesting if this happened and then you come up with the characters or is it like vice versa and you come up with a character first and build around it?
0: So first of all, I appreciate you saying that because I, I have been putting out two books a year and some of these writing groups that I'm in, these authors are pushing them out like every two months. Like Really? Especially like wow. a romance novel author. And I'm like, I could never do that. Mm, There's no. just no way. I mean, I fight wow. for two a year. So mm. thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, so I do one in the spring, one in the fall every year. And I always think of the story first. And it's always just a random thought. Like I might be watching and like, and I know I say Dateline a lot, but an episode of Dateline or Dateline. listening to <laughs> yeah. your crime podcast, yes. like Rims, <laughs> and there might be like a case that you're covering and there's just some little aspect of it that I'm like, ooh, that would be a good like twist for a story. And I kind of just build it around that. Yeah. Uh, wow. And the characters kind of come last. Oh, um, really? Yeah, they really do. I, I kind of think of the story first and then the characters that I want in that world.
1: Do you, like, timeline things out? Do you, like, write it all? You, like, structure everything out and then you, like, flesh around that? How do you do that?
0: I do, and I do it just kind of as a guide. Like, I want her to arrive at the cul-de-sac. I want her to discover this. I want her to discover this. But without fail, when I'm writing, I f- like, about the 50 to 60%, I... I way through the book I just kind of veer off and I think oh but what if this was her uncle or what you know I just think of these twists that I never had planned out and there hasn't been a single book I've released that the ending is what I planned on writing. Oh really? But not see, one time. That's wow. the best
1: type
2: of writing to me because when you surprise yourself? Well, <laughs> yes. yeah, well because I always tell my students in class when they have to write a paper over, you know, a case that I give them or something mm to write what just write it just go for it right get it all out just if you don't feel worry it, about structure no, don't worry, don't about, worry about structure if you if you feel it get it out Mm -hmm. if it doesn't match the outline who cares yeah just write it and then you can change that later right but feel it do it and so that's what it reminds me of you know that you just said is that you just you start with that but then when you feel it you just write it yeah
0: yeah just write it and they say you know you can't edit a blank page and that's the truth there are days where i just sit here and beat myself up because i can't think of anything to write and now I've just gotten into this phase where I just write. And it might be crap. I might come back the next day and think, oh, my goodness. But at least there's something to edit. You know, yeah. there's a story there to edit. Um, that's and great. I think um, you're not a writer if you're not embarrassed by your first draft. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? no. I come back. I come back to it and I think, what was I thinking? That that does not sound good. But at least there's something there to work with. Yeah. So that's, like, that, that helps a like lot. Like a core there to build off of. And yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes
2: any tips for
0: fleshing out a character not even remember where i read it but it has helped me beyond belief is map out each of your characters so i i do like a little note card with each character and then determine what is their favorite movie what's their favorite cocktail what do they do on the weekends and make these lists and never include it in your book Oh. Just have oh. that, yes, just have it in the back of your oh. mind that you know this person, and it'll come out in your writing. It will oh, come okay. Out. Yeah, right. that that's the kind of person that they are. You wow. Know? Interesting. Yeah, I, I, ever since I read that, it just changes the way that I write characters. Okay, so then, secondary. Wow, I'm learning <laughs> so many things this week. I'm loving it. So then...
1: I'm sure in all of your books, there's at least one character in there somewhere who's based off of a real person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't have to do that for that person. You know that person,
0: right? Right, right. I, except for, you know, especially by the fifth novel, I'm running out of people to, oh, know, yeah, to base characters to based off of. Of. So a lot of my characters are, like I have uh, several in the last book that were like a mixture of three people that I know. Yeah. So I might take little experiences or things that happen with each person. But I have to say... And this book, it wasn't so much people I know. It was oh. kind of um, yeah, like there's this neighbor uh, Bob in the character in the in the novel, and I keep on picturing Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> when I wrote him. That's and funny. So I just that's kind so of funny. like wrote things I thought he would say or or really you know Bob. actions. Yes, that's and really I interesting. I can't. So think so of sometimes him. I like. Face them on actors. I don't know. Okay, so, so Blood Vile. I'm
2: sorry.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> I can't, I can't. So
0: sometimes you cast out your characters
1: before you even write them. That's kind yes. of a good tip, too. Like, what kind of character would do these things? Who would do these things? And then you can even pan out like
2: mannerisms and stuff well, like that. And you get to know your characters before yeah. you, that's just awesome. That's Yeah,
0: that's a good it's idea. It's just a weird feeling when you get towards the end because you do feel like you know them and you forget that they're characters that you created. Yeah. And especially towards the end with this one I just, I really got attached to a couple of the characters. So, it, it, this one was a fun one to write.
1: I, I was wondering, it. do you, okay, so some of your characters well, I'm sure that there are characters that do things that you would never do. Mm-hmm. do. Do you ever find it difficult to write them doing these things because you're just screaming in your brain, I would
0: never do this. Don't do that. All, all the time. And it's almost like I get defensive. Like I, I want the main character to always make good decisions, right. but we can't always make good decisions. Right. Um, and I actually have, you know, I've spoken to a lot of book clubs now. And a lot of them, I don't want to ruin the ending of Delta County for anybody that hasn't read it, but right. um, one of the characters, the, the book ends with her doing something very out of character. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I get asked about that a lot, and I said, well, luckily you've never been pushed to that brink. Right. <laughs> you know, where right. somebody has wronged you so badly that you lose your mind. Yeah. And, and that can I happen that, very yeah, easily. Yeah, I think that's a good point, yeah.
1: is that we... Well, we talk about this all the time. You never actually know someone. No. Because you you could yes. never know what kind of situation could be presented in which someone could act totally out of character. You just
2: never know what people are gonna do. Well you don't know what kind of trauma they've had in their life. Yeah. You don't know what's mm-hmm. in their heart. You just don't know. Yeah. And they could it could have been building up and up and up for years mm-hmm. and then something just and it's usually something tiny. Yeah. I mean it, there's usually something like big little that happens that happens and mm-hmm. puts them on the edge, but then yeah. it's something tiny that pushes them over. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you never know. You just don't know anyone else. No one else. I mean, you can't say that your situation. Well, I wouldn't do that. Well, do you really know? Because if something really is emotional for you and traumatic for you and you've held it in your heart for so long and compartmentalized in your mind for so long how do you know that you're not going to go that way
0: yeah that's the truth That's the truth. And, and also uh, my friends and the people that know me the best have kind of accused me of creating all three of my main characters in the last post a little bit like myself. No, And so (laughs) I really went out of my way to make Ruby, the main character in Magnolia Court, nothing like me, Yeah, nothing at all. I mean, she suffers from motion sickness. That's, that's the (laughs) the thing we have in common. But other than that, I really tried. I mean, she just spent nearly a decade in prison. Mm -hmm. She has no family. She's really down on her luck. I just, really tried to to veer away from that and write a character that I'm very unfamiliar with
1: which opens always opens new doors to new decisions and how someone else will deal with something so well, yeah yes yeah.
0: yes and I actually um had the benefit of having somebody pretty close to me who did serve some time uh in prison so I ha- kind of have her as my consultant oh, wow. for some of these things and I've realized one thing is how sheltered I am oh <laughs> right? you, you think with how much you know how Many of your podcasts I listen to I'd I'd be familiar (laughs) but um and then just her talking about um what it feels like to get out after years in prison just things that we've never thought of like their need for a schedule yeah because when you're in prison your entire life is scheduled so when you get out and you don't have somebody telling you where you need to be it's a it's a very strange feeling and there's all these things I would have never thought to write into the book without talking to her yeah so that's been really nice I can see that
2: Yeah, I mean, we're creatures of habit normally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But especially if your whole world is structured, you have to keep that structure so you can keep your freedom of mind. Well, I can imagine that it would also be hard to make your
1: own decisions once you get out. Yeah. Because someone is telling you, what decisions to make That's true. Yeah. for years and years and years. And then no one is there to tell you. And, and I've even heard some people, um, I was listening to this thing about this wrongfully convicted man. And he was saying that, um, the first thing that he wanted to do when he finally got released was he wanted to go to McDonald's. He hadn't been to Mc- he'd Ooh. been in prison for like 18 years. And he, he said that he got to McDonald's. He walked in and looked at the menu and just had a, a breakdown. It was like because he just didn't know what to get he had no idea yeah. what anything on the menu was he did not know what to get and just the simple fact that they gave him like like um plastic utensils in his bag like floored him because you know you're not allowed to have stuff like that like it's right. just things that you would never even think about you know how tough it is to make decisions on your own once you get out of there so i love that you oh, incorporated that.
0: i know that's so cool well, I think it's so important, too, when we're writing these books, um, you know, to, to do it responsibly and, and talk to somebody who's been in that position, Yeah. Um, especially now that I'm kind of in the realm of reading a lot of other people reviewing books. Uh, you can always tell like there's I can't even think of the name of it, but some bestselling book was set in maybe New Orleans. It might have even been you that I was talking to. And then we found out the author had never been there. Oh, I mean, maybe I just feel like (laughs) I I can't even remember the name of the book. But things like that, people will sniff you out from a mile away. Um, There's there's a book that's been at the top of the Amazon charts for the last few months, and I read the reviews and the things that she got wrong about like police procedurals, and um, you know, she like made some some things that happened in a divorce that wouldn't even happen in that state. Yeah, and it's like, gosh, as an author, we have such a responsibility to get these things right. So. Um, okay. I have a couple of friends in the medical prof- uh, profession that I bounce ideas off of all the time. And, you know, if, if a 120 pound girl is going to kill a 200 pound man, I need to know what's feasible. Yeah. You know, what's, the, what's the quickest way she could do this? What, you know, what kind of injury would take him out immediately? How much would they bleed? How, you know, I, I well, need to hear these questions because I don't want to get it wrong.
1: I'm not going to say, uh, <clears throat> but you can always use us. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, think- Hey, you two have done enough for me. We have
1: psychology, victimology. We got PI and medical. Oh. My husband's a paramedic. You can use us.
2: At oh your yeah, place. you guys are
0: going to block my number. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> I mean, bother you guys so much. anytime. Use us. I mean, I wrote the domestic violence and victimology courses yeah, yeah. for the college.
0: Oh, yeah. I would. I will reciprocate however I can. But that would be wonderful. Yeah, if I can whatever you, you yeah. need.
2: literally whatever you want. And it, I'll it take is, all the
0: help I can get. Well,
2: and it's so. Amazing. (laughs) important like what you said because Mm -hmm. we get that even here Mm -hmm. i mean i'm just gonna say you know there are some people who are like well
1: we can't say this x thing didn't happen and i'm like well we can because it's not it's not to the public's knowledge so we can say that we can assume x it's like I get it, man. No, people are it. on your butts
0: about facts. Oh, yes. <laughs> and there are like some inconsistencies that I read in books. And I'm like, how is this author not getting 10 emails a day? Like my readers would drag me through the yeah. streets if I made this kind of mistake. So it's just a lot of trying to make sure I'm I'm doing the responsible thing. And...
1: Well, I think I give authors a little more grace than other people do. And maybe it's just because I wrote a couple books one time that are probably not great. but Oh,
2: <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> They're zombie yeah, novels. They and, can't be great. And you're writing
0: another one, right? We are writing we several <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: good.
1: True, true we're, crime. We're laughing because because we don't have time. We we're never have
0: so time. like busy that we're well, raising humans. So that's. That's the benefit I have is that I'm not in charge of anybody else's life right now. Oh,
2: well, <laughs> mine's growing. I don't, only have, so I don't really. Have,
0: <laughs> I well, mean,
2: what's your excuse. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing classes. That's like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, you go. she
1: is in charge of other teachers now, I so am, yes. that's oh. kind of the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just took yeah, a new
2: a new job at Columbia College yeah. in um, Missouri, oh, cool. and I work remote. i over all the scheduling, and, like, I do all the scheduling and, and evaluations of the instructors, and I'm over, uh, you know, a bunch of dis- different disciplines, psychology, criminal justice, master's of criminal justice. I just got oh, social that's a work, work today. Work. Yeah, and um, English and history, and so I've got, it's it's a lot of fun, and I love it, mm-hmm. but it's, I get to see, like both sides of the coin now. Yeah. So, you, know, you know there cool. are
1: some things speaking of what we were just talking about. There are some things like those minor details that again, I think I give more grace, but um I usually I'm just like, mm, "That's not how that works, but let's move on." That's what I usually do. But my biggest thing is 911 calls cuz I was a 911 dispatcher. Oh. oh well. So sometimes I'm like, uh that's not how this call would have gone at all uh,
0: well I have one in this book maybe I need to run it by you Ooh, you should <laughs> it's very brief but I'll, I'll send you it to should. you should be- well anyone out- I'm telling
1: that. you right now anyone out there who works in first response if there's a problem with it they're gonna be like uh that's not how that happened
0: oh yeah I would love to run that by you yeah I'm for just- sure I'm trying to cover all my bases, all my bases before I hit publish, so.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I help people with um, psychological disorders and kind of, well, and telling um, the difference between the psychological disorders, because I'm very versed on that, and I teach it, and so I, I know exactly the difference between their personalities and the difference between, um, you know, a lot of domestic violence, the different kind of... Uh, Abusers, yeah, and even sure, even sure. down to
1: trauma. Like, if your character's got some sort of trauma, and you're just like, "What would this like? Would this fall under what would go with that, or like whatever?" Yeah, we don't mind.
0: Oh, well, yeah. thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate Great that. Time. You're good resources to have.
2: <laughs> I love to talk I shop.
0: <laughs> I know we do. <laughs> good. Too. good, we do too.
2: Good. How do you separate? How did you separate yourself for this new book?
0: Um, so, my first book, I didn't at all. It literally was me. <laughs> See? My my friend sniffed it out from a mile away. Uh, But for this one, um, I just do a lot of listening. I know I say that a lot in interviews, but I I just do a whole lot of listening. And I try to listen more than I talk and just kind of take, take little things from other people's lives, whether I'm just having a conversation with somebody or I'm watching a movie or listening to a podcast. I try to really get to know people that have much different lives than I do. Um, because otherwise, I'm going to keep writing the same book <laughs> over right and over.. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to see how this is received because I do th- this main character has a soft spot in my heart. Um, but she has made some bad decisions. So I'm really anxious to see how she's received by the readers. I love an because underdog she's very different. story.
1: So <laughs> it is an underdog story.
0: So I'm just, I'm really, really anxious to see what people think of it.
1: I love that. Um, when did you say, so you don't know, do you like the exact date yet?
0: So I say the first week of April, because I've learned that giving an exact date as a self-publisher gives me so much anxiety. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. is unreal because Amazon could kick it back for any sort of reason. Yeah. And especially, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this whole drama, but there's this whole flood of like low content books that are being uploaded to Amazon, like journals, oh, journals, yeah. and um, because all these YouTube gurus are telling them they can be millionaires oh, by doing no. this, and it has completely flooded the self-publishing system all of our books are taking longer to upload it's longer to get a response if you need help with something Um, I mean it has just been crazy because all of these people think that they can get rich by you know copy and pasting a journal and the, oh, the, the paper that Amazon books are made on aren't really, like, made to write on. They're not journal. It's not a spiral, you know. So I yeah. just feel I feel for these people because I get it. They're trying to make it a side hustle, but it's just not, there's not very much chance of you selling your journals. So um, even, especially with that going on, I just don't know how long it's going to take once yeah. I click publish. Um, last time, I think it was about 30 hours. My books were live. So I'm going to aim for April 1st to click it and who knows? Oh, wow. That's pretty <laughs> stupid. Who knows how yeah, long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. The um,
1: the Kindle versions usually go live first. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then um, sometimes readers, especially with the last two books, they know before I do. Like, they see that it's gone live before I even get my email. Mm-hmm. And they'll, like, post about it that they just bought it. And that's how I find out that it's live. Because I can only refresh my phone so many times. I have to, like, set it down and walk away. Right. Um, and pour a whiskey or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know?, um, but yes, the ebook typically is is available that night and maybe the paperback the next morning. So yeah. we shall see.
1: And I'm sure you're planning on an audiobook to go along with this one?
0: Yes, we're aiming for May 15th on, mm. on this. Yes. So I'm excited.
1: Do we already have I, I can't remember because I got the paperback. Is there already one out
0: for midnight? It is in review and it's okay. been in review since March 7th. Oh wow. Oh. So <laughs> it takes a minute huh Yeah they they take a little longer because I guess they listen to every word of yeah. it um, and their I guess their audio standards are just insane um, so I'm being very patient I'm hoping that it will be sometime this week that it'll go live and I told my narrator that I said do not under any circumstances read reviews don't do it because oh, yeah. even if you knock it out of the park there's going to be somebody that says your voice was like nails on chalkboard and so she went months without reading them and she finally caved in and read them oh. and like had the worst day of her life and oh, like, no. I told you like some people just aren't gonna like your voice that's, I think she did it.
1: great Thank I think she you. did. Really I
0: think good. she did great too. And when I was just reviewing Midnight, you know, for approval, yeah. I had goosebumps. Like yeah. I thought, oh, she did good. Well, so- I mean,
1: when you mix a really good um audio narrator with a really good writer, that's just what happens. Mm.
0: Well, I'm just happy. Um, I had told you last time she's a friend of mine who had been trying to break into the voice business. And so for me, I'm like, oh, I wasn't even planning on doing an audiobook. I'll do this to give her some some work and get her name out there. So it's worked out really well. And it's great as an author because I don't really have to do anything but listen to it. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah it's like my first passive income stream it's been very nice
1: <laughs> I think it is definitely the time for audiobooks too like there are yes. way more people getting
0: into audiobooks now. I had no idea I had no idea I was not an audiobook girlie before this
1: you know what's crazy is that I I'm usually reading two books at once and I'll have a paperback going and an audiobook going two completely
2: different stories. Yeah. I don't know how your
0: mind keeps up with that. I've, I've, yeah, I don't do that. I, I usually just do one
2: at a time. But I noticed that a lot of times these audiobooks in the nursing homes and the assisted living centers, oh, they yeah. are becoming huge. Yeah. Um, really? I will not say a name, but there's a certain movie star, a big movie star, whose, grand, whose grandparents were in a nursing home. And I met them and got to know them a little bit from Aww. going there. And they... the His grandmother did not even know that he was in movies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And she's like, I heard he was in movies or something. I'm over here with my mouth wide (laughs) open like, "Uh, he's huge. What do you mean? But, you know, they were older. And so she said, I would really love to read the books he's in. Yeah. His character that he plays in the movies, but I can't really see that well. And Aww. so I went and talked to the social services director and they were gonna get him get her some books on tape. Yeah. So she could just listen to right. the movies that he oh, plays I the character. And so I think that's where a lot of those are going now is yeah. to the lovely woman, lovely. Um but was going to that and you know, for older, you know, elderly that yeah. cannot maybe see very well mm-hmm. or, you know, and so I just think that that there is a market for that even there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah.
1: usually listen, like, my son takes forever to get to bed. Like, forever. <laughs> he will lay there for four. I will put a 45 minute timer on my audiobook because that, you know, I'm just laying there in the dark with him. And so, <laughs> and that 45 minute timer will run out sometimes before he goes to
2: sleep. I'm like, how is this even po- possible, kid? <laughs> well, and it's safer in your car. <laughs> Yeah. If, you know if you run don't out of, read books in your car while you're driving <laughs> if you've listened to all the sirens episodes <laughs> you know then it's time to get an audio it's book. time to get an
1: audiobook from our wonderful author yes so i had one i had one other thing that i wanted to talk to you about because i i feel like we are collectively going through this at the same time um you have gotten a big rise in popularity it's insane (laughs) it's incredible Uh, we have also experienced the same thing that's
0: awesome yay yay for you guys not for me i have anxiety no you yes you (laughs)
1: but it's so strange when people
0: like fangirl out in front of you isn't that the weirdest thing i it will never not be strange it it's will never so not. it's
2: so strange to me by no means my I'm, I'm a movie star no but you would see these people and they but people would people are fans man but they would be you know and these stars would look at them and be like what you know and you'd be like why are they kind of standoffish acting like but that we get it now because yeah. it's not that they're being rude it's that they really don't get it probably. They don't understand I
1: don't yeah. understand. Like when people walk up to you and you're like, and they're like, oh my gosh, I had somebody recognize my voice in the grocery store once. <gasps>
0: It, oh that's got to be surreal. That is
1: so insane to me. They were like, "Oh my gosh, are you Raven?" I was like, "How did you know that?" They were like, "Oh, well, I listen and I could just tell." Huh. And I was like, "That's the weirdest thing anyone's
0: ever said oh. to me." <laughs> like in theory it sounds like such a wonderful life, but it's terrifying. It's so weird. <laughs> it opens you up
2: for things that you weren't planning yeah. on. I mean, I do love I, it. Don't oh, I I do don't get me I do wrong. Too. But, I, but but yeah. it can open you up for things that can not always be safe yeah. if you aren't paying attention to your well, surroundings. We usually travel in pairs. We do. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. what I mean. I mean, it is so wonderful and don't get don't get me wrong. It is an a, just incredible blessing to have all yes. these to yeah. have fans and to have people that want to listen and follow mm-hmm. us. But, you know, at the same time, that's why we you know, we go in pairs because mm-hmm. you just never know yeah, about the world. So, yeah,
0: we, yeah I was I went on my book tour alone this past summer and I'm like oh I don't think I can do that this oh year I don't like yeah it's it's just yeah things all Raven
2: and Mandy we'll go with you yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, come
0: on <laughs> come
1: it's on. it is very surreal like I I have seen like people that especially with your books they're it it's like all over book talk it's like yes. everywhere how weird is that I mean it, okay so that one we have a guest coming mm-hmm. up on the season that is somewhat of a TikTok star, influencer, yeah. whatever, and um, she has a true crime story that you know is from when she lived here in mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Okay, so I'm like watching her stuff, and she's talking about your book. How weird is and that? And I was like, <laughs> she's in like I can't remember where she's at now. But she's like Iowa or Idaho, something like that. And I'm like, how is it that it has gone? And has nothing to do with either of us. It just landed in her lap and it's connected that way.
0: It's just such a small world. It's just weird. And I saw, um, I was kind of lurking on one of my hometowns. My hometown has this little, like, gossip page or whatever, where Mm -hmm. rants and raves. And someone said, um... Was there some book written in Delta County that's a big deal? Because someone on TikTok just told me I am so lucky for living in Delta <laughs> County. And I didn't know what they were talking about. And I just acted like I didn't see it. I didn't comment or anything. But That is so I, awesome. But, It's weird. That's when you play that whistling noise.
1: Oh my gosh. And so I had a pizza delivered the other night, Mm -hmm. and I have a siren sign in the front yard because I have a lot of guests, right? And they come into the studio. It helped me. Thank you. Yes. And so he saw the sign and he was like, Oh my God, are you the host? And I was like, Of the sirens podcast and he was like yeah yeah we forget he said <laughs> he, and well. he was like uh, he wasn't an older older man but he was probably in his 40s or whatever he was like my daughter listens to you religiously she's gonna freak oh. out when she finds out that oh. I delivered your pizza and then my pest guy did the same thing
0: my pest <laughs> oh, control guy so cool. he,
1: And but that's he said so cool. but he said um he said if we saw you on the news and we started listening and we just love you I was like that is just so weird like I don't know how to react to that
0: I'm... And, <laughs> no, You what? know, when one of my friends DM'd me the link to that, to the convention that you're going to, and I said, oh yeah, I love them. And she goes, who? And I'm like, oh, you sent it to me because Sirens is on it, right? And she's like, no, I just sent it to you because I'm going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's so strange. She didn't even know my connection to you and, and is passing See, it along. See, I'm telling so you. It yeah. means you're doing something right if people are passionate about it. So that's so exciting. I hope that's what it means. That's absolutely, <laughs> yes. I mean, people love what you're doing. But we I do. Yes. We go what,
2: ah, and then we cling to each other. We, yeah, and that's what <laughs> I was that's saying. Like her sisters and brothers.
1: Like it's just so crazy because it seems like everywhere I look, especially on TikTok or Instagram, somebody is like reviewing your book or like recommending your book, and I'm like, I know yeah. her. <laughs> Uh, no. It's
0: strange. It is so strange. Along with this attention comes, you know, all those uh, book talk videos that you see that are like, "Let me tell you, ten authors I will never read again," and yeah. you're just like, "Please don't say me. Please don't <laughs> say oh, me." No. You know? And I, they haven't yet that I've seen, but it's terrifying because there's a lot of yeah. negative book talk videos, or "Let me tell you a book that is so overrated." I'm like, "Please don't say Delta County. Please don't <laughs> oh, say Delta yeah. County." Um, so it's it's also just terrifying. Um, wow. It's exciting that people have been so kind but I know the trolls are coming I know uh,
1: they are yeah well you know like I know it's different with books because you know you kind of ride off of reviews but I turned mm-hmm. our reviews off for, for our podcast yeah. the only one Good. I couldn't turn off was Apple but I, I turned them off on Facebook and, and everywhere that I could because I'm just like I'm not here to, for you to rate and review so that I can get in onto some charts no. I don't care about like yep. that's not yep. what we're here for we're here to tell you know human human interest stories, stories and advocate get, and get cases you yeah. know out
0: into the public oh i haven't read a review in six months i i just don't even look don't at them blame anymore you. i wouldn't it's and my mental health is so much better oh yeah yeah you it's just not yeah they're allowed to, they're allowed to hate my book and it just doesn't need to be my business I have not you seen know, anyone yeah.
2: that hates your book, though. Not a single uh, there person. Is, there was a
0: few before I quit reading them. <laughs> that's
1: you know, okay. I will say, though, the one thing that I don't understand is leaving a bad review. I'll never understand that because it's like I I get it that it's not for you, whatever, whatever it may be. it It's not for you move on with your life
0: (laughs) you know i I will never understand it i was just talking about this with a friend because i saw this tiktok video where this woman is on a date night with her husband and she's like and this is what we do on date night and they stopped at target and he's filming her and she's going through the book section going hate it overrated stupid, puke, like to every book. And I'm like, how pleasant are you? Like, you know, you make an entire video over all the authors you hate. What are you getting out of this? Nothing. I just don't, I I, that mindset will be something I I just can never understand. And it's not just me saying that selfishly because I hope they don't say it about me. It's about my fellow authors. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing to just say, hey, this book didn't really work for me. You know, not a big fan, end it. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. all you need
1: to and say and I mean you can always have we're not telling you you can't have your own opinions oh, you can well, sure, have your right. own opinions you can talk with them with your friends or your husband or whatever your mom whatever. You be so behind closed it. doors you don't have to air it to the public of how much you
2: dislike exactly. something just to dislike something well you know it's, it's a thing of cruelty and you, you have to remember that there's been authors before in the past that I haven't really cared much for their reading mm-hmm. but I There might be somebody I know that does. And so I'm yeah. like, hey, do you want to yeah. read this? Do you want to try this? This might be more, you know, your style. And I'm usually like, you can have it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what everyone does. You can okay. have it. They're like, I'll give it back. I'm like,
1: no, you no, can no, just no. Have it. no, no. No, no, <laughs> no. But <yeah. laughs> that's my bad review. But <laughs> I, no, 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 no. You I, I just it. think
0: of it, I just think of it this way. Like, think about how much better you feel posting a good review and like finding an author that you love and shouting it from the rooftop wow. and telling your friends about yeah. it. That's what feels good. I would feel disgusting if I made a video that's like, let me tell you about the worst books I read this year I just wouldn't feel good yeah and life's about doing things that make you feel good and and passing along you know pleasant things so I just I'll I'll never understand that mindset yeah
1: us either I I well we are all about lifting each other up here I don't care what you're doing are you a journalist are you another true crime podcaster I just I will never understand the competitive mindset of some people like
2: there's enough light for every one well, of us. We're all here for the same thing to tell a story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, that's the truth. And especially with authors, there are enough readers for all of us. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we don't there's have to enough compete readers, with each other.
1: There's enough listeners, there's plenty out there. So Yes, yeah. There's yep, enough that's light.
2: That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My it's, you know, my very favorite author in from going up was Carol B. York. I don't know if you know who, mm-hmm. you know who that is. She write actually writes um crime Fiction. Oh, and really? Cool. She, she passed away I a couple years ago, but I actually wrote to her. Of course, this is before there were there was social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I did wrote you mail her. her a letter? I did. I mailed her a letter. I also mailed Judy Bloom too. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got a generic letter back from her. That was Aww. sad. Oh, no. But I emailed Carol B. Jork and for one of her books called Ghost of the Isherwoods. Woods. Oh yeah, and. It was my very favorite book. I still have it since... And so, I was 12. I think I was 12. 12 or 13. And I... Wrote her a letter and she wrote me back herself. Oh, that's cool. Aww. Yeah. I mean, like herself. And you can tell, and it's, 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 I still have it to this day. Aww. And when she passed away, this, I think just like this past year, I was so sad because oh, no. I had carried her with me, even though she wrote a lot of, most of her books were, you know, teenage. Yeah. You know, I adult. still carried her with me this entire time into my. Mm, Mid 40s. Um,
0: <laughs> we can edit that out. Yeah. Uh,
2: into my 20s. And, um, yeah,
0: and yeah, here you know, I am in my 20s. Yes, here I am in my early 20s.
2: And, <laughs> so it's been not very long. And so I carried her with me. And so I think that's what a good author does. They tell you a story mm-hmm. and then you, you can't forget. Then you take them with yeah. you your entire life. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's what you have done with your writing being so incredible that you are really giving someone something to take with them their entire life yeah
0: yeah so
1: nice so for that thank you I mean I, I'm. we don't, I don't just we're not this. just you know tooting your horn because we feel like no like, I mean, we mean it like legitimate I read a crap ton of books okay <laughs> me too and there are some people whose writing style is just not not how I like to read me too and some is just more factual than it is a fleshed out story. And some of it is tropey and some of it is like, you know, and, and some of those things I can get past. but Something like hard to follow. Yeah, but there are just a few that, and Jax Miller is one of those. Yeah. Um, I just uh, ordered a book. It is? <laughs> <yes, laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in, like, Barnes and Nobles. I'm like, there's Jacks <laughs> oh. Amazing writers. Just You guys just have a way of conveying a story without it being pushy or without mm-hmm. it, it lacking in any form. Like, mm-hmm. I, we just really enjoy reading.
2: And you're there.
0: Oh.
2: You're there with us. Yeah. I love it. I love your books. Thank
0: you. Yeah. I Thank you. I think my, my favorite authors are those without egos. And yeah. that's where I try to be is that, that, is that I'm true. not trying to prove anything to anybody I just want to tell a good story and give you kind of an escape after a hard day at work and I'm not worried about impressing somebody with my vocabulary or you know it's just not I appreciate not important to me thank you thank you (laughs) because I appreciate that in other authors a lot
1: um so is there some news for Delta County and
0: oh the T V show. TV so show. here's here's what we have. So the, the rights have been optioned. We've already discussed this. Yeah. Um they have hired a screenwriter oh. and she has written the pilot episode. Oh my gosh. Wow. And they are like shopping it around right now. Oh wow. um, and let me tell you, reading like so I don't know. I just didn't know how this process works. I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i never even been to Hollywood. I don't know how this works. And when, when they sent me the script, like the first draft of it to read, I foolishly thought she was just taking my words and making them scenes. Right. But no, she wrote her own scenes. Oh. And they were like things that Mitzi would actually say and things that Heather would actually do. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Oh, it was just just surreal. It gave me wow. chills because I'm like, oh my gosh, Mitzi would say that. like That is like, so that's crazy. perfect. So it's like some of my scenes mixed with scenes that she's created. That's very cool. It's just wow. oh, it's surreal. Congratulations. It's really, thank yeah, you. That's so awesome. There's still a chance nobody will buy it. I mean there's there's still a chance it won't get made, but the fact that it's even gone this far and they've felt strongly enough about it to hire the screenwriter and pay her to write this first season is just insane
1: that is so, so awesome uh, i can't uh, wait i cannot wait uh, for her. you know it's gonna get picked up uh, I'll, I'll i call hope it. so uh, <laughs> that's another thing that like i was gonna ask you have you thought about like who you would put in as these characters
0: uh, Hours, Just hours going over everyone. And and um, the, like in the presentation that they give to, to the networks and to the streaming services, they have like, I mean, I call it a PowerPoint. I think they call it a deck. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But this deck that they That's, have, yeah, like um, they have like pictures of all like five actresses for each character oh, cool. just so that they can get the vibe um and That's it's so just cool. really weird because like i said i've never even been to hollywood i obviously have no connections in the mm-hmm. business so i'm like on the zoom call with these guys and i'll bring up an actress and one of the producers is like oh i went to prom with her what, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, i'm like i've never even met a celebrity like what? Wow. So it's just very surreal like That's they're crazy. all connected they all just kind of like know each other from different things and Um, So, in my mind, it's just like this pipe dream throwing out these actresses' names, but they actually, like, have a possibility of casting these people if this gets made. So, that has been the most surreal part. So,
1: who do you see playing some of these characters?
0: So, my dream for Mitzi is Christine Baranski or Mary Steenburgen. I don't know if you know who that is. I can see her playing kind of that tight ass. Yeah, I love that. Um, Ted Danson. yeah right. Yes. We could throw him in there too. Yeah, that's who she was <laughs> married to. her husband to. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for Frank, I would love either Peter Gallagher or Eugene Levy is actually who I had <gasps> oh my in my God. mind. he is yes. my
2: favorite, and so is his son. I
0: yes, I just them. think he would Great. play that role really, Schitt's really Creek well. Shit's Creek is the best. Yes, yes. that's, yeah, um, that's a good. And one. I cannot think of her name. The blonde from Glee. Is it Diana Argon? I think is oh, her name. I can't.
2: I know who you're talking about I have it. people
0: in my head. Brought, have brought up her name a lot for uh, Julie for the oh. romantic rival. Yes. Oh. So I need I need a good, beautiful, blonde, you know kind yeah. of romantic rival to play that role. Um, so we shall see. And then um, you know, Kelly is described as just kind of like a raven haired beauty, so we've thrown around a lot of names for her.
1: Well, what about um, what about the husband?
0: Uh, Ryan. Yeah. So my, the most exciting name that I have heard get brought up is Miles Teller. I just (gasps) think that would be. Oh my gosh. He's the thing
2: right now. My daughter would die.
0: But you know what?
2: He also does really good as kind of,
1: um, now I know this character is not hoity toity, but it's like brought up in hoity toity, Mm -hmm. but not hoity toity. But still has yeah. to stick to kind of that tradition of hoity-toity. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, in my dream, is: do you guys watch Handmaid's Tale? I do, yeah. I have seen okay, it, Okay, yeah. so the the officer that is technically the father of June's baby, the one yeah, that still yeah. helps her out, I love him. Oh, His yeah. name is Mac, Mac something or other. Yeah. Um, I just, I picture him as Ryan. Oh, I just think awesome. he would be, and you know, he's dating one of the Fanning sisters, like uh, Ellie Fanning, I think. I found this the in my searches, and I'm like, no, the, her younger L, sister oh, I'm, like, is she, oh. I'm like is she old enough and I'm, oh, sure enough she's like 20 Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's his girlfriend but I just I would love to see him play Ryan I think he's wow. got the right look yeah. is, is, but as far as how much I have to say in this process I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Oh, actually, as we speak, they just emailed me draft number four <gasps> oh, of the wow. of the pilot. So that yeah.
1: is so cool.
0: It's it's exciting. I
1: can't wait. Man,
0: It'll it's happen. surreal. I'm telling you, <sighs> it'd be life changing. But everything has been life changing this year. So <laughs> well,
1: I mean, you know, stuff like that. Stuff like what you're writing. There's such a market for it. Like it almost seems like it's flooded, but and I'm not going to name any names, but not all, (laughs) uh, not everything that comes out is good. Like... Sure. a lot of it is predictable that's the problem that I usually have is that mm-hmm. you know I get into four or five chapters and I'm like okay well this is what's going to happen and this is what's going to happen and oh my gosh no it's that didn't happen because I didn't predict it four chapters ago but yeah. like and, and it is the same way with television shows and stuff like that right now it's like there things are so predictable because you just don't have good enough writers that are like you know Keeping it fresh and twisty and stuff like that, and I think you're really good at that. Yeah. So well, I'm I, like, in my mind, it's a done deal. <laughs> it kind
0: of oh. seems like they're recycling
2: everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Like they they they're hopping on these trends. Like I'm sure you guys have seen them. All the thriller books with like a podcaster who comes to town. Oh my to gosh. Yeah. deeper. I'm like, yes. how many times? I can just this watched be the Lifetime about that. <laughs>
1: Do you know how many people have messaged me and been like, you should watch X Thing because it's a about a podcaster I was like okay well now that's been done 85 times thank you and also
0: that's not what we do at all none of that is what we do so (laughs) and the thing that stinks is one of those shows that I actually like is the one with Octavia Spencer oh truth be told Oh, but yes. she's like sitting at her kitchen yeah. table recording the podcast while all this stuff is going on. Yeah. I'm like, that would never happen. No. She needs to be in her room. No. Like, but I, I am enjoying that show. I'm on season two right now and I actually am enjoying it. That's funny. Yeah.
1: I haven't um I'm like halfway through season two right now. I know there's okay. a new season. So I do yes. like that one. Um I'm lagging, but there's a lot of things that, in it that I'm like, we would not do that.
0: Yeah, I bet we oh, are I not bet. gonna.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we put ourselves in dangerous situations. Yeah, we do sometimes, but only but not be- like C <laughs> But not like. No not not like she does no no yeah, but yeah. i'm behind i'm just really <laughs> excited about the new true detective that's about to come out that's my jam oh i
0: didn't know they're making another one. Oh yeah they're
1: working on a season four right now oh yeah and, and, okay. and
0: apparently they got
1: a one miss jodie foster in the lead <gasps>
0: oh. oh yeah oh. so
1: see that's that's where i'm at in my yeah, watching i feel
0: that wow. i feel that yeah. yeah,
1: and if there's just no good shows on, um, there's a couple that are pretty good. Like I just finished The Sinner. Um,
0: oh, I haven't watched the last season of it.
1: Just for you listeners out there, if you guys don't know what to watch, we literally have a whole page on our website called What to Watch, Ooh. and it's what we watch, and <laughs> you can go oh, and look I, and see Oh, I did I not watch. know that.
0: I'm going to go check it out. Oh,
1: yeah, because you don't know how many times we see in, like, the groups that we're in or whatever, and they're like, okay, I just watched all the things, and I need a new show, and I'm like, here is a whole ass list. Here you go. <laughs> oh,
0: I love that. Okay, well, I'm going to check it out.
1: I just started Yellow Jacket. It's,
0: that's what oh, everyone's yeah. talking about. It's yeah, pretty, it's I just, good. I'm at the end of season one right now.
1: Yeah, that's where, and they're about to come out with season two.
0: Did you watch Sharper, that movie Sharper, on Apple TV? Uh, I uh-uh. haven't seen that. Oh, yeah, please watch that. It there's so many twists I did not see coming. I didn't mm-hmm. even sniff them from a mile away. I mean, it, it was really good. It just see? came out, like, maybe two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. You got to be on it with me though. Like, cause I can predict
0: <laughs> I'll anything. remind you. Okay. 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 Well, tell me after you she watch it, done. tell me, tell me if you saw it coming well, because this one I did not.
1: That's like when I first, when I read your first book, I was like, okay, well, I didn't know anything about you. I just saw it on Amazon and I was like, well, it's set in Oklahoma City, so I'll give it a try. And then I was like, oh, Okay. All right. And you actually had me suspicious of a completely different character the whole time. Good. Got And, you. and then <laughs> I was like, okay, Miss J.L. Hyde. I remember you talking <laughs> to me to about your next yeah. One.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think I got a late night DM from you, and you're like, you got me again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to get her, because she will really be really somewhere, and I'll Good. say,
2: what do you think about this? And she'll be like, well, but this... But this is what I think. And she's right, like, every time. Yeah, my husband and I, it's really hard for us to watch anything
1: because even with, like, horror stuff, of, co- of course, just straight horror is really, really tropey. But sure. when you get into, like thrillers and stuff like that like I'll have this thing where like I'll literally just get a piece of paper and I'll write down a name on it and I'll scooch it over and then we'll just wait and he'll be like I bet you didn't see that coming and I'll just hold it up and he'll be like dang it! <laughs> oh
0: my god you're too good. Well She's I hope good. I can get you again with the new one. Let me know. I'm. That's why I'm always yeah. so
1: excited to read your books because yeah, I never see you. it coming. Well and oh. I'm I'm always excited when you hear that they're turning something into a series or a movie or something because I'm like okay well are they going to stick to it or are they going to veer like how are they going to change it up is there going to be a new twist like what are they going to do with it it's like really exciting
0: and I'm (laughs) excited because I've only seen the pilot episode so I don't know if she's going to stick with Oh
1: wow! So, we'll see. Yeah,
0: um, I'm excited. Thank I'm you excited. so much
1: for hanging out with yes, us. Thank you guys thank very you. much. So, if you guys haven't read the books yet, you can find J.L. on our website under Author Alley and the books under Author Alley. They are also on Amazon, and you have a website. Yes, jlhide.com. Boom! Go find Ooh. it. Go get them. Yes. Yay! New one coming soon. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Raven's Reviews. Catch more next time on the Sirens Podcast. Do we have an outro? That's our outro, isn't it?